Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here are your hosts, Craig, Cam, and Paula, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information? Hey folks, and hey, welcome to Tiki Central Canada. I am your host, Craig. I'll be your bartender, mixologist, and information for hopefully, the hour. Hopefully, information. Oh, snap. There's Paula. How are you doing, Paula, today? Thank you. I, I just thought I'd interrupt you before you oh, you actually said Craig's name before mine, and I would be nervous. So. Oh, she's Hi. just trying to cut in there so before Cam gets yep. in there. That's what it is. Okay, I got it. Got to take those moments when he's looking at the phone and stuff like that, and he's not <laughs> noticing we're talking about he's him. He's Googling. No, exactly. uh, hey, Cameron, how are we doing over there? I'm fine. Why do you ask? <laughs> this oh is my a, God! Look at Cam, that good mood. This is not interrogation. You're not under uh, the IRS. Uh, yeah, that's what they always say. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I <laughs> run away, Cam. Run away. Run away. Run away. Run, Cam. Run. Well, run, you're gonna Cam, have to run. unstrap me from this chair if you want that to happen. Oh well, we—that's uh, under certain conditions you've made amongst yourself. There you go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. there you go. So, like, like what do you know? Actually, this is uh, gonna be our Christmas show for today. So, Merry Christmas to everybody and Happy Holidays. I'm mm. sure everyone's having a great time. I'm sure it's gonna be jolly. Jolly. Ho, ho, with ho, lots ho, of drinks. Ho ho ho. Yeah. How how how. How how. Oh, how. Uh, is our drink today called the the Noel? Noel. Oh, Noel. I'm no. sure you picked something super I don't know. I feel, I feel like if it's Christmassy, it should be called the family argument. That's <laughs> true, because that's exactly what's going to happen or anyway. Or the big fat turkey. Oh, big fat turkey. Big fat turkey. Well, that's more Thanksgiving, I think. Yeah, we already did the Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's already, true. So, yeah, yeah, we do. I don't know. My family, we do a roast, like roast beef. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. My family okay. still does turkey. Yeah, we still yeah? do turkey, too. Well, yeah, Brazil yeah. doesn't have Thanksgiving, so turkey we, is the next we have the, the Thanksgiving right, dinner on exactly, Christmas. Right, exactly, yeah, so... There no. we go. Do you do you guys celebrate twenty fourth at night or twenty fifth during the day? Um, I do it, both. It, it depends where in the country, also. Um, so, like, I I think my understanding is is that uh, particularly if you're Catholic, you know, you go to midnight mass yes. on the twenty fourth and eat. Yeah, and you have a big meal. Um, That's what we do in Brazil. Okay. Yeah, and so when I was a kid, we were like we would go to the children's mass. Um, so it was basically midnight mass, but earlier. And then my brother and I were allowed to open one gift each on the twenty fourth, the night of the twenty fourth, and then on the twenty fifth we would do like. Oh, they're the gifts. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Actually, and see, in, uh, in our family, what it was is that because we were a divorcee family, we had two different Me too. Christmas parties to go to. Mm. Me too. Christmases. So, like, mm. when it is the twenty fourth, we'd open presents of one parent's house. Me mm-hmm. too. Have dinner there, and then the next morning you go to the other parent's Moms. house and open yeah. more gifts and more. When when was the big meal? Like like was it on the twenty fourth? Here's or was the it... thing: when when it's div- divorcee Divorce like his, yeah. Yeah. I had both. I yeah, had a big meal on dinners. the twenty fourth oh, at boy. nine yeah. at night, and yeah. a, a whole other meal with. 
with the other family on the 25th lunch. Jeepers, creepers. I know. So after lunch rough. on the 25th, there's nothing else. Okay. So it's, oh, okay. So that's why a okay. boxing day, nobody moves from the couch. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah, no, because in my family, we would do, like, on the 24th, there wasn't, like, other than, you know, going to children's mass or something and then opening one gift, there wasn't any, like, big it wasn't deals. a big, you know, you didn't go visit people and all that kind of thing. A lot of times on Christmas Day, we open up gifts and have, like, breakfast or lunch, like you said. But then in the afternoon, you would head off to another relative's place to open up some more mm -hmm. gifts. For, and, for me in yeah, Sao Paulo, it was completely different because 24th at night, after the, the midnight parties and stuff, mm -hmm. some of the best clubbing ever in really? the year is Christmas, Christmas night. You Christmas see, bash. No, but, so, but that's really interesting. Because so 25 in the morning, I'm dead. You're, you're completely blotto. Because yeah. I got home at like 7 a.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, because the, the club started like 2, 3 a.m., right? Because yeah. we were at, at home until... Yeah, and then like you do your yeah. midnight mass and, and all then, that, and, and then, then you at go like and party. 2 a.m., yeah. we would go to the party. Shake the god out. 7 a.m., yeah. I would get home sleep and then my mom would wake me up for lunch to, right. to go to my aunt's house right i yeah. i can say this very confidently there is no new year's like brazilian new year's oh. it's like the event of the year it just is less than carnival. carnival okay okay it's the second like second carnival biggest. is big is the biggest yeah new year's is like anyways mm -hmm. we have so many traditions and then mm -hmm. we have the fireworks and Every single beach in Brazil has their own fireworks. Copacabana okay. is the most famous. Her name was Lola. Yeah. She was a showgirl. Even though we don't have any Lolas <laughs> in Brazil, but okay. It's okay. She she was an immigrant. No, yeah, I'm sure she was. Her name was Lola. She was an immigrant. Yeah, it doesn't quite have the same ring <laughs> nope, to it. No, no, no. Uh, anyhow. So what are we talking about today, Craig? Yeah. Well, let's actually go through some, some other points actually about the show. So the first thing I want to talk about is that we have a newsletter mm. out, out on our website. And yes, please just subscribe to it. We will not spam you. And what it is about once a month, you're going to get an email from us, notification with a link to the newsletter. And what it is to give you new information on recipes, new episodes coming out. Uh, Mark's Adventures is always on there, so any new bars that he's been to is be on there. All the good Paula's, stuff. Paula's uh, Picky Pear will be on there every single time. And usually there's a book review as well, so if you're looking for some research to do your own tiki drinks, and there you go. And some cool dates. There's always some really cool tiki kind of calendar dates that are on there. And mm -hmm. as you heard, nothing boring about Cam. So nothing it's all good. No, no, it's good. I mean, I'd, I'd like to share my stamp collection with you guys, but apparently that's not on topic. <laughs> um, but I, I, I would like to just, just reiterate what Craig said about uh, not spamming you. We won't be spamming you. Well, and, and, and we're also not selling your email address to anybody, so it's, no. it's, it's kept in the vault, so We're the good folks. The vault. Oh. Well, mm -hmm. like the, is that like the vault, like Elaine vault? You know, from Seinfeld. <laughs> Don't worry, Jerry. Is it's in the vault. Yeah. Where's that peach naps? Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. I completely <laughs> forgot about that one. I thought you were talking about the sponges. No, no, the vault. Yeah. Is he sponge worthy? And then Jerry yeah. grabs the peach naps like, okay, yeah. I'm going to get some information That's now. right. I remember that. That was a good one. So, okay, once again, my friend. Okay. What are we talking about? So today we're going to be talking about the voodoo grog. Huh. And we were here thinking it was going to be super Christmassy. I know. Yeah. Like, it's so tiki like. And the funny part is that it actually tastes Christmassy. Absolutely, yeah. But it's not at all with this voodoo grog name. That's right. The name kind of doesn't exactly give it away for the drink. You no. have to actually drink the drink to understand the drink. Exactly. Oh, wow. That's a lot of drink in one sentence. Yeah, no, like <laughs> I, drink the drink, I, drink. I found that it was it had sort of 
kind of a Christmas spiciness to it. You know? Yes. Yeah, like you know, like we know you get the the gingerbread men. It was a gingerbread house in a yeah, cup. Uh, exactly. Yeah, liquid gingerbread. Are you house, sexting? Yeah. Sexty. No, no, I was just uh, telling my neighbor when I get home so what I can you watch some Netflix. <laughs> really? Yeah. Netflix and chill? Netflix and chill? <laughs> and no sex? I hope not, man. He's like a skinny dude with long hair and weird goatee. Aww. Oh, my God. Okay. So, yeah, so we're doing the voodoo gog today. That's what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. So why? Why? Camp, why? So, uh, actually, <laughs> why, sir? Why? Why, why did why? you choose this damn drink? Why did you choose this yeah. drink? Uh, so there's actually two reasons. So we talked about uh, Don Beach Comer. We talked about Trader Vic. These are two pioneers of tiki. Well, guess what? These two actually combined together to make this drink. And we also just recently talked about Day of the Dead in an episode, not just too recently. And so because Voodoo, Day of the Dead, it kind of yeah, leads off into yeah. it. all, it all, you yeah, know. And it's winter. And it's winter. Combined. Frankincense and murder. Well, it's winter. So we're kind of, you know, like we're zombies in the middle of winter trying to get to spring. That's true. Definitely in Ottawa. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's something yeah. funny that I forgot to say. So it's summer for us in Christmas, right? The it's weird for Christmas, right? But for New Year's, it's spectacular to be oh, in the summer. Oh my goodness, yeah. Because like uh, New Year's, I spent party, party, party. I spent a couple New Year's in the Northern Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. It's the most boring thing ever. Like it's at two a.m., you guys are like and done. Miserable, yeah. And yeah. you're all just in black with coats. Like it's so weird. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You have to be dressed in white. Yeah, and but like, who like has bikinis and whatnot? White yeah. winter clothes. No one. Yeah. Well, no, you don't want to get lost in the snow. Exactly. Yeah. So mistaken for a polar bear and then bang, game over. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, Craig, yes. question. Yes. Um, Trader Vic and Don the Beachcomber, weren't yes. they kind of competitors? Exactly, they were. So what it is is that these two drinks are kind of combined together. Like in some ways, so it's the Don the Beachcomber recipe of the Navy Grog and the Trader Vic recipe for Navy Grog was sort of mm-hmm. combined together. Now, here's one of the cool facts was that Trader Vic would always try to find out Don Beachcomber's recipes. He always tried to figure some way, somehow, to duplicate it. And right, so, like reverse engineer kind were of. Were they alive at the same time? Yeah, exactly. They were. Yeah, they were exactly at the same time. Actually, what it is, I remember correctly, reading the Don Beachcomber uh, autobiography, is that he sold, because everyone's like, well, Trader Vic was your comp- competitor, so isn't that a, a terrible thing? And he's like, no, I kind of envy him, because he would actually buy all my products so what it is that Don and Beachcomber had a company that would sell you tiki stuff like bamboo fencing and the sure. totems and the yeah the, the hardware and all the hardware yeah. and so the only place you could buy the stuff was through his company. So huh. if you duplicate them, it's like, well, thank you for yeah, buying all my cha-ching. stuff. Yeah. Isn't Interesting. that neat? Okay, so so they had a. Uh, I mean, clearly they had a partially collegial relationship if they worked together to develop a drink. A yeah. what? Collegial. Um, um, <laughs> Here we a, go. A pro- professional friendliness. There we go. Okay. Yes. So they weren't friends, but they colleagues. Had just... Oh, yeah, exactly. okay. Collegial. Collegial. Like, like, like college. Yeah. Joel. Collegial. Collegial. Yeah. Huh. So what it was is that. So yeah, like you said, he's trying to duplicate his drinks, and one of the drinks he tried to duplicate was the zombie. And so this is kind of his aftermath process right. for that. And I mean, the zombie is one hell of a kick in the pants. Yes, you've had it before, yes. Several times, but only Ooh. several at once. Yes, you can only have two only at a time. Couple. So wait, right. so wait, Navy Grog is one drink, Z- zombie is a whole other drink. Yes. Zombie dr- Grog is a different drink, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So and Grog is basically a half and half rum and water That's right, we remember blend. this in history, yeah. we talked about that, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. hey, Cam's learning, I like uh, it. I'm lost. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> um... 
you turned you, t- you took a wrong turn at San Paulo and you ended up yeah. in Ottawa. You know, yeah. my head's still there. Yeah, oh, I believe it. I, I lost I, I, my heart in San Francisco. In San Paulito. Oh, Paulito. Oh, oh that's like San cute. Francisco, but okay. Oh. Yeah, I was just trying to make it rhyme <laughs> with San Francisco, San Paulito. That works. It works. Where'd where where do you find this recipe? So what it is is actually it was originally made in 1950s, but you can also find it in Trader Vic's Bartending Guide, which was published in 1972, or Jeff the Peach Bombardi, his book called Potions of the Caribbean. Oh, the Bombardi. He always has something. Yeah, mm, he's potions. always got something going on there. There you go. So wait, so we tried this drink, and it was it was yes. quite frothy and thick. spicy and thick. Is it yeah. is it an actual tiki drink? Yes, because what it is, uh, if you notice, like when we were drinking it, and Cam kind of made the comment, is that mm. you kind of like, oh, I'm not quite sure what I'm drinking, but I can almost put my finger on it, and there's lots yeah. of layers to it, right? And we'll, we'll see from the ingredients, there actually is a lot of layers to this drink. Well, I think both Paula and I thought that there was some banana in it. Yeah, yeah and there's not. There's That's no so weird. banana. Because mm. mm. like, there was a very specific banana taste yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was. No? Do you think maybe your blender wasn't clean? No. <laughs> From a banana smoothie wow. you did previously? Did you hear that, Cam? Yeah. I think she just <laughs> accused the, you of being a filthy, filthy man. I'd say, when I'm bartending, I am super anal about all my gear. Mm. <laughs> like, anal, it's like, uh, okay. okay, whoa. Uh, <laughs> That's where bananas... That, that kind of gear. So anyway, guys, um, <laughs> <laughs> what's actually in the drink? So what it is, actually, let's go over the Trader Vic recipe, which used to be served in a voodoo tumbler. Now, a voodoo tumbler was a very special glass that is super rare. In other words, I don't have it in my collection. And mm-hmm. there's a reason for it because it's basically thousands of dollars to get one of these. So I'm going to check if on Amazon. Could, if you could find one. <laughs> right. So w- what makes it distinctive? Like, why is it such an expensive item? Because it's it's kind of like a lantern shape, and it's frosty. It's green and yellow. It's got a very unique pattern to it. Okay. So yeah. it, like it's almost, I mean, like, 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 a, like a practical art piece exactly. almost. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So let's go over the recipe. So we're gonna do one ounce of Martinique rum. We're gonna do a half, sorry, one ounce of golden Puerto Rican rum. So that can be Bacardi rum if you want to. Golden this Bacardi. Is it? Uh, no, that's not it. Let's see. Uh, no, that's not it. That's a duplicate. Rare severed head. Yeah. And voodoo tumbler. Yeah. Uh, this one then? No, that's not it either. I'll, I'll show so you a picture. Paula, just okay. just to remind you, our listeners yeah. cannot see the photos here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it is like I say. So let's go through. So one ounce of yeah, golden Puerto Rican rum, a half ounce of passion fruit syrup. Now I want to com- say that's not passion fruit juice. That's passion fruit syrup, which you have to buy at a coffee shop, especially a coffee shop wherever you get your orge or your cream of coconut. That's mm. where you're gonna get that. Uh, three quarters of an ounce of pimento dram, like an allspice liqueur. Now down in states, you guys can buy allspice pimento dram off the shelf. Uh, in Canada, we don't have it. So on this podcast, on this description, there will be a link to a YouTube video to how to make pimento dram, which I did have to make from scratch. Huh. Fun stuff. Yeah. Yes. So it, it's got the, the passion fruit syrup. Like that's essentially like a sugary syrup. Is exactly. That... Like a simple syrup, but with passion fruit mixed into it. So you're looking at a total of two ounces of alcohol. Right. Like of, of well, rum. Well, the pimento dram is actually is fermented in a high... Like a 151 rum. Oh, geez. Okay. So it can be, you know, a little bit of a kick okay, to it. Okay, okay. Because it tasted real boozy. It did. Yeah. yeah okay. But, but it may have also been, like, I mean, Craig was saying that there were layers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And definitely with the straw at the bottom, it felt like, and the froth at the top. Yeah. It tasted boozier at the beginning than it did at the end. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. do any no. pucker faces on this no one. No pucker faces, but she's just kind of like, yeah. It was just in the middle. It's just in the middle, right? And spicy. Yeah. yeah exactly. Christmassy. 
Christmas. Very, it yeah. was very Christmas. Yeah, it was. I th- I th- I, th- I think that that is more of a winter drink. Yeah, I'd agree. Because because yeah, yeah. that yeah. will definitely warm you. It'll get you nice and toasty warm. Yeah, belly. Okay, so the next thing we got actually in there is three quarter of an ounce of grapefruit juice. I do recommend white grapefruit juice, by the way, because it'll be a little sweeter than regular grapefruit juice. It'll be a little more tart. Uh, three quarters of an ounce of lime juice, a quarter ounce of honey, so real honey, no honey water mix there, a real egg white, yes, don't panic, egg white, yes, and eight ounces of crushed ice. You do realize that some people will panic, right? I know. Mm, so okay. if you don't like egg whites, I'll just let you know, but a lot of bars you go to, especially if you go to a very ritzy bar, I'm, if you might not know it, there actually is egg white in some of those drinks that you're drinking. So like if you do whisk, a whiskey sour or pisco sour and it's very frothy, that's egg white. Huh. Well, and you know, I mean, egg white's mostly protein, so you'll go out, you'll you'll come out stronger than you want. Yeah, yeah if exactly. you don't get salmonella, sure. Well, you know. No, I mean, salmon get some, eggs. salmon don't. Oh, oh Lord, <laughs> have <laughs> that was. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I Oof. apologize for that. It comes with the badgest jokes, yeah. anyway. Oh. Now I see that um, the Martinique rum is not spelled R U M. It's it's R H U M. Rum. If you will, um, um, you know, one one letter off from um, the French word for for cold, for for having a cold. Has anyone ever seen R H U M E? Means you have like you know the sniffles. You ever you ever watched Pink Panther? Of course. Back then, he he would go to the hotel and go to the front desk, whatever, and he'd like, I would like a room. Oh yes, yes. You mean yes. a room, sir? Yes, a room. <laughs> so yes, it's a room. Hey, uh, well, what what's Pig da- uh, Pink Panther say when it steps on an ant? What dead ant? Tis the season. Um, so, so yeah. So, what's the deal with that? The R H U M versus R U M. Right. So you were a nerd in school, weren't you? What do you mean, was a nerd? Still is. Hello. <laughs> oh my I'm not in school God. anymore. <laughs> so, what it is is that rum, R H U M, isn't simply another way of spelling rum. It is a type of rum that can only be made in Martinique. So it's the same as that booze we were talking about last week. Which that, was... That was specific to that place. Oh, so you're talking about the two tequilas. So Maybe. the mezcal and yeah. the tequila, right? So mezcal was only made from one plant, the is blue agave. Is that what agava. I'm talking about? Yes, the blue agave. And tequila is made from 28 different kinds of agave. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So that's me. I think it's agave. Yeah. Agave. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> wow, two of you guys. Okay, anyways. Uh, so anyway, what it is is that <laughs> on that note... Oh, so that's it is, been a while that we so, haven't heard uh, of that. Well, most, well, most rums are actually fermented from molasses. We've already mentioned that before lots of times on the show. Molasses is a byproduct that makes rum. Rum, R-H-U-M, is actually made from fresh-pressed sugarcane juice. So um, what is cool about that, actually, we just talked about previously like, before the recordings that it's pretty cool that Coca-Cola down in the Caribbean actually is made with sugarcane juice, mm-hmm. not artificial sugar. Right. Or Brazil sugar, also. Or, yeah. 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 Well, we have more sugar cane than anyone in the world, I guess, so well, I can see go. that happening. You go, yeah. can afford to use it in your Coca-Cola. We sure can. We can afford Coca-Cola. to use it everywhere. Jeepers. Next time you go down there, bring me back some. Yeah, no, there's people who pay big money for uh, Mexican Coca-Cola in the That's States and, and in Canada. Yeah, yeah specifically. especially because it's the, the, the glass ones and it tastes mm, so much better. Right, yeah. And so such thing as Diet Coke, it's called uh, Coke Light. Yeah. Yep. No, it's same in Europe, actually. We used to have Diet Coke. But no. we don't have diet you anymore. Because the reason why is because it's not really a diet. No, drink. it's not a diet product. Why yeah, would we call it diet? It's got aspartame in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. You're, you're not going to go on a diet and drink mm. that, Jen. So as much as I like discussing the relative merits of uh, different uh, 
Cokes. Coca-Cola geographical uh, uh, products. I'm a bit curious about the name Martinique. Because yes. isn't that, I, I think that's an island in the Caribbean, isn't it? Yes, it's an island in the Caribbean. She is directly north of St. Lucia, northwest of Barbados, one of the 18 regions of France. Now, Martinique is also a part of the European Union, so its currency is the euro. Oh, no, so it's going to be expensive to go there. Expensive to go yeah, there. That's a, that's a bank account busting. Uh, that's right. <laughs> We're not going there. It's not on my bucket list. No, that's, that's for sure. Martinique. Yeah. Well, I mean, the products, I mean, things that come out of Martinique are amazing. Obviously, the rums are amazing, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to go stay there. Is it there. more expensive than the normal rum? Uh, no, it's actually it was in the same ballpark. I paid, I think, $30 for it, so that's pretty good. I'm making okay, good rum. Okay, so, so. so we're talking about the Isle of Martinique. Yes. We're talking Euros. Yes. Um, are we talking any other versions of this drink? So, yeah, let's go through the Jeff the Beach Berries recipe. Oh, that rascal. That guy. Always. So what it is is that, and what the only difference in the entire recipe, so I'm not going to go through the entire recipe, the only difference in the recipe is instead of being a half ounce of pimento dram, which is, like I said, that one you have to in Canada kind of make up yourself. Well, and that's and that's the one that really spiced things up. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what it is actually, he actually adds three quarters of an ounce of plant to drop. So it's even more spicy. Hmm. Now, me and you talked about before way, way back, if you go back in episodes to the test pilot cocktail hmm. with Pernod. And the recipe was six drops of Pernod. And we found it super anise, like oh, super God, licorice. Oh, God, it was super licorice yeah, 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 yeah. So we learned from that that when you it's make like you that drink. you might as well drink, just melt down some licorice and exactly, chug it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So we learned from that drink, like that drink don't follow the recipe to the T. Mm-hmm. Kind of just play with it, maybe one drop of Pernod, and then work your way up. And mm-hmm. the same thing with this, this pimento dram. I think that when you're making this, you can kind of just test the waters and see what you like. Yeah. It's the same with me with the Blue Hawaiian. I discovered that I prefer one ounce of well, the rum instead rum of an ounce and a half. Instead of an ounce and a half. Exactly. Right. It's too or boozy else it's for too you. Too boozy for me. Boozy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You like it non-boozy. I do. Hmm. I like it just tasting like dessert. Yeah. Uh-huh. I still, I still get the the buzz though. <laughs> What's well, even with the one ounce instead of one and a half? That's the important thing. <laughs> that's what I wish I didn't get. That's what I Justin know, loves. Teasing, Justin's like, yeah. great, woohoo. Uh, yeah, um, he gets so, lucky every time I come here. <laughs> so is it shaken or stirred? Very good. It's actually going to be blended. We're going to yeah. blend this drink. Really? So we're going to blend this drink for 20 seconds and then pour it into a mug, like the the, the tumbler, if you have that. And I'm really jealous if you do. Ooh, um, pro- I discovered that you can buy fake ones online, well, you so can find that works. I, I want, yeah, but... I'm, I'm the real deal. I'm either going to have the real guy or I'm not going to have the real guy. It's like me with purses. Yeah. Like, you know, what's, uh, if it's not a coach... I learned something new about you today. If it's not a coach, then it's not real. Wait, purse purist. Oh, okay. What, sorry, what purses do we I, I don't know. I was thinking more like Gucci, Chanel, you know. Exactly. If it's not a Gucci, <laughs> then hey. Exactly. Like, why would I have the fake one? Because all, all the Gucci. other girls... Because the other girls are going, oh, that's a fake. <laughs> no. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, so you can either put it in that kind of mug or a double old-fashioned glass. Hmm. Yeah. That's what we used? No, we actually used a hurricane glass because I made it such so much frothy. It was so thick that we actually had to put it into a hurricane glass. Huh. It was pretty thick, like, and, and the flavor was good. It was interesting, but it wasn't... I wasn't like, well, bam. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. The flavor was very cinnamony, very nutmeggy, very other nuts. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like that, that banana in the bottom of it that yeah. I know is misplaced, but yeah. that's why you get a little bit of tiki drinks. It's like, oh, what am and I it's drinking? Very, it's very brown and thick. And So what you're saying is it tasted like nuts and a banana in the bottom. 
But um, sorry. Yeah. So sorry, I couldn't help myself. Yeah, that was there. good though. Come it's on. There. Were you like seriously? Did the kids hit you in school? Oh boy, did they ever! Because <laughs> oh, like you can't possibly have been popular. No, oh. I wasn't. You Not were probably all. like the popular aim to to throw stuff at. Oh yeah, but I was fast. Really? Oh yeah. No, I. You could... weren't chubby. No, no, really? I, I was tiny. You I look like tiny. an ex-chubby kid for some no, reason. No, 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 no. It's just I'm getting chubbier now. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was. Uh, it's all the beer. I was really small and uh, and skinny. Yeah. Anorexic type kid. Not anorexic, but uh, fit. Uh, fit. Easy to bully. Oh, I can there see that. Yeah, but even yeah, if, yeah. if even yeah. if you were big and strong, you know, with that sense of humor, you were still easy to bully. That's probably true. There I know. Go. Okay. Yeah. What carry on. Guy. Let's carry on. Nowadays, you're happy. I'm glad. Aww. I'm very happy. Okay. So we will pretend we like your jokes. Aw. We won't Aww. bully you. Aww. Maybe we will. But, you know, let's pretend we're not. Cam, you know when you're not here, she does say things. <laughs> oh, I know. He hears the show. He listens to the uh, station. I know. Yeah. He listens to the radio. Oh, I oh. wish we were a station. That would be nice. I know, eh? Tiki would be station. Cool. Yeah. Please stay tuned. Yeah. Tiki Pirates. Wow. We don't have our own show. Yeah, that's true. I parts talk today. Yeah. We'll be talking about uh, the ship. Ah, politics. <laughs> what be happening with Andrew Shear? I would talk about the weather. That's it. In Brazil, it's still the same temperature. Yes, as all the, all the other days of the uh. year. God damn it. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Canada, it's been like four seasons of the year in one day already. That's true. Yeah, yeah it's true. Okay. Uh. Where were we? Garnish. Shaking and stirred? No, garnish. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. yeah, you didn't garnish ours today. No. So tell us what would have been. So the garnish would have been a fresh grate of nutmeg on top. Oh, I can mm. see that happening. Cherry, a dry pineapple wheel, and oh. a mint. Now, the dry pineapple wheel, you can actually buy that at any kind of health food store or organic store. Some places sells a lot of spices. Like a bulk barn type thing. Bulk barn for Canada. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so that is the garnish. Crazy Larry's Nutmeg Emporium. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you haven't been to Crazy Larry's? I have not. Oh, the geez. Are crazy. Yeah. I can't believe that exists. Yeah. Rock bottom prices. Crazy Larry Nutmeg Emporium? No, I just... I, you I, totally invented that. I made that up, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was a good one, though. Thank you. That one was not bully appropriate. Okay. okay. Good job. Okay. Good job, yeah, Crazy Larry. See, I learned. I learned. You did a good joke. All right. Yeah, yeah like Crazy Larry's Nutmeg Emporium. That was fast and long. Like, it's inventive. I like uh, it. I got some skills. Okay. I got some skills. Just to move on a little yes. bit. Um it's called Voodoo Grog. Yep. Not super Christmassy, but I mean, as we've discussed, it tastes it fairly Christmassy. Um, but, you know, voodoo is sort of an interesting subject, I think. Of course. Uh, totally is. Everyone has those cool things about voodoo, right? Yeah. So, so uh, fill us in. Okay. So the word voodoo actually derives from the word voodoo. V-O-D-U. Voodoo. 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 It sounds like, you know, like someone, he's got a really voodoo. bad slang, like voodoo. Or like a really crappy car. Exactly. I got a Vaudeau. <laughs> in <laughs> what it, language is that? And actually it's in the Dahomey language, which means spirit or God. Mm. Dahomey. Dahomey. And Dahomey is what? African? The kingdom of Dahomey was an African kingdom that existed from 1600 to 1894, which actually is now known as Benin, Africa. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Interesting. So it changed So names. voodoo originated in Dahone, Dahone, which now, well, it's still South Africa. Benin, still, yeah, it's, it's in Africa still. So how the hell did it become tiki? 
So what it is that voodoo actually originated in the Western Indies country, so the whole tropical country of Haiti, during the French colonial period, and it's actually still widely practiced in Haiti today. So if you go on YouTube, when I actually did my research, and you put in voodoo Haiti, you're going to see some really cool ritual voodoo uh, celebrations and rituals that they still do today. I love that you think it's cool that they, like, actually think that they're killing people while doing it. No, no. Like, there's one example, like, where a lady's dancing, and you can see she's almost like it's like a, some sort of evil spirit is coming out of her. Like, you know, she's kind of shaking a lot and, and moving a yeah, lot. Sure, and it's almost yeah. like she's thinking, like, oh, if I do this random dance, that all of a sudden a bad spirit will leave my body. Well, but you the, know why? There's also, like, Christian sects that have, like... Like, you know, speaking in tongues and this type of thing. Yeah, thing, so. but here's the thing. It's not that it's just leaving her body because it, it had to come in. It's not that she has it there forever. We yeah. have that in Brazil, too. It's not called voodoo, Yeah. but it's a religion, too, that you receive like, spirit, right. and yeah. then you, you dance at home until yeah, it gets like you're, out of your body. Yeah, it's sort of riding you, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you change the way you talk. You change your accent. You change everything. Oh, like It's like you become cool. a whole other person. No. So, okay, but voodoo did not... Like voodoo as it is or has been right. did not originate in West Africa. It sort of took from Haiti. It it borrowed from aspects of stuff or right. so I guess only down. the language was, you know, borrowed from Africa. Exactly. Because sure. it yeah. came right. with the slaves. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So basically, Cam, I'll explain to you. Sure. So the Haitian slaves would come from Africa, mm -hmm. and then, well, they were captured, you know, from a bunch of places. Yeah, and they in were shipped to West Africa and right. shipped to Haiti. Right. So they became Haitian slaves, I guess. Sure. And then these tribes shared several common core beliefs, and they would worship the spirits of family ancestors. Mm -hmm. They would use the singing, the drumming, and the dancing in a bunch of religious rituals. Sure. I couldn't put it in any better way than that. So once actually living in Haiti, the slaves created a new religion based on their shared beliefs and at the same time absorbed each tribe's strongest traditions and gods. Sure, yeah. so it's sort of, it's sort of a, almost like a cocktail. The best of the best. A cocktail of religions. Exactly. Yeah. So it's the like, white Or religious beliefs. Let, let's anyway. make a cult exactly. out of a cult. Yeah. Out of a cult. Yeah. So the white plantation owners, of course, forbid the slaves to practice these religions and threaten them with torture and death. Of that, course. that sounds like white plantation yeah. owners. Yeah. There we go. Wouldn't you be scared, act. though, if you saw it well, happen yeah, once? Well, you also would see some guy well, sacrificing your animal I, I knew on a that, fun... You know, they were my slaves, and they probably didn't like being slaves, so I'd probably want to control them. And you probably knew that they didn't like plenty. you. I would assume not. If they had a way to kill you, they would. Probably. So, yeah. So maybe I shouldn't have had slaves in the first place. Oh, Lord, yeah, but, right. uh, That solves the problem. But, but what happened after all this? So the beginning of the Haiti Revolution in 1791... We actually started on August 22nd, 1791, and went all the way through to 1804. So that what ended up happening with that is that two things came from that. Mm. Haiti became independent and also stopped slavery. So they actually did two things accomplishing right. this revolution. In Haiti. Yeah. In Haiti. It was a quick revolution, too. Well, 1791. That's, uh, yeah, it's like... Yeah, no, and revolutions often years. take a long, years. long It's very, time. very quick. Yeah. yeah. So what ended up happening is that the voodoo customs then became part of the North American culture that we know today, and actually we have also seen it in influencing our movies and stories and books. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there are plenty of examples, like, from nowadays. Exactly, yeah. So let me give you an example from the early days. Okay. So mm. Orson Welles, we all know who he is. Yes. Mm. 
actually made a production of Macbeth called Voodoo Macbeth. Oh, that's weird. And actually, it was in yeah. Haiti style with voodoo as the base of it. Okay, so that's like instead of like like instead of the you know double double toil and trouble witches, yeah. like like European style witches, they they had like sort of voodoo priestesses or something. Exactly. Like that. I will actually look that up. I want to see what that looks like. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd and be interesting. And actually, what it is is that a lot of the characters were played by like, for example, like white characters were played by black people, and black people were played by white characters. It was a kind of a mix of of both races. Right. 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 And mm-hmm. so what happened was that the, most of the reviews were actually pretty good about the show, but one reviewer, Percy Hammond of the Herald Tribune, actually was very negative about the entire cast and stated that a black actors shouldn't be portraying anyone besides black characters in a theater. Hmm. And so in response to this, one of the African drummers in the production created a voodoo doll of Hammond, stuck some pins in it, and encouraged Wells to take responsibility for any torments that Hammond would suffer as a result. <laughs> kind of like, hey... I'm going to torture him. Uh, and guess th- what? that's where I was going with the plantation owner. If you if you're the plantation owner and you see a little doll made of you and they start pinning in there, you're you're like, "Okay, I'm going to die." Yeah, well. Now, know. something about like if I remember correctly watching enough voodoo you movies. bad. Enough voodoo mm-hmm. movies, the voodoo doll only is active once you grab something from that person. Like yeah, get their like hair, hair or a piece of, or a piece of cloth like that. or something yeah. that they possess. Right? Yes, but but the plantation owner is right there. Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying is that this is so people can clarify like when you do a voodoo doll, Usually it has to be something on that doll that actually is like belongs part of to the person. Exactly. I agree. It's like yes. part of yes. the yes. flesh. That's exactly. it. Ooh, yeah. okay. Well, I didn't want to go that far, but okay. So what ended up happening was, of course, Wells kind of was laughed off, laughed off the whole process until he actually found out that Hammond died shortly afterwards for no cause whatsoever. Hmm. And here's the weird thing about the whole scenario: that Hammond's obituary was printed above the play's advertisement in the local paper. Wow. Now that's marketing. Now there yeah. you go. Uh, this guy dies from the play, and hey, come and see the show. Geez. Do you have any uh, more recent examples uh, there, Craig? Yeah. So, of course, you know me, James Bond. Oh, Lord. Bah, 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 bah. Thank so, God we said recent. Is it Craig? The What's his name? <laughs> Daniel Craig? No, no. So what it is is Living yeah. and Let Die, which is a Roger Moore movie. In oh, God. Yes. Roger Moore is like nine million years old now. I That's know. not oh, recent, Craig. <laughs> no, well, compared, you just want to say it because hello, it's James Bond. Yeah. Compared to the movie, of, I mean, the, the Orson Wells. Oh, That's a good yeah, point. Sure, okay. yeah. Yeah. Orson Welles is back uh, in like the, in the 30s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, in Live and Let Die, the movie of James Bond, and this, yes, I said this is Roger Moore's first movie as being James Bond. Right, right. It was actually based out of New Orleans in Africa. And so what it is is that the voodoo culture is throughout the entire movie using tarot cards, voodoo gods, there's even dolls, like, you know, we talked about the voodoo dolls, spirits from the dead. And in New Orleans, they even do a parade of the dead at the very beginning of the movie. Oh. Yeah. yeah so another James Bond movie to throw into the mix. Hmm, of course. Maybe I'll finally see it. Did you know? I did not. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Oh, well, let's find out. Yes. So let's give you some more information about Martinique Island, the overseas region of France, and its culture that actually reflects the blend of French and Caribbean influences. Hmm. So Martinique actually was chartered by Columbus in 1493, so Mr. Christopher Columbus, you know, selling the world, trying to make sure mm-hmm. it's not flat, it actually is round. That or as dude. Paula would say, Mr. Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher! <laughs> That's right, Mr. Christopher. Aw, but they won't understand the joke, can uh, So what ended up happening was that... Uh, it was awful. a good one, though. Yeah, I thought so. There we go. Ba-dum, bum bum Hmm. But the Spain had like little interest in the territory, so it's kind of a stop and go process. Like, eh, you know, oh really? Okay. It's not for me. I think I'm gonna move on. So what it was is that they spent three days there refilling their water casks 
and bathe. They actually bathe there and then wash their laundry. Dear God. It's like going back I, to I, visit your mom. Hey, mom, yeah. how's it going? Christmas time? I, I, by the way, I bought like a couple bags of laundry with me. Oh, yeah. I'm planning on flying here. a couple of suitcases of dirty laundry over. Uh... In Vancouver. Though. In Vancouver. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. Sir, what that. do you have to claim in these bags? Dirty laundry. Never mind. Move yeah, along. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to open your bags. <laughs> I'm one of those, sir. Yeah. I'm one of those. <laughs> mom right. never was... taught me to do my laundry yeah. my own. That's well, some it. of us save up our laundry for a year and then take them to our mom's there place. We go. What's the big oh deal? Oh my God! Really, you have the money to buy one year worth of laundry? <laughs> He's got 365 pairs of underwear. Of change of clothes. I got, I got two words for you: value, village. Ew! <laughs> and you're scared of bed bugs. No, like, this, no, 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 not it, at all. See, here's the funny thing. So wait, you won't use the laundromat because you're scared of bed bugs, but you'll buy from Value Village? Well, yeah. I mean, I drown them in vinegar afterwards. <sighs> <laughs> So the Dutch Jews actually expelled from the Portuguese Brazil. Yes, there we go. People introduced sugarcane to the island in 1654. So anyway, so large number of slaves actually were imported from Africa to work these plantations. Right. And what ended up happening? So what's really cool about this? Another fact I found while I was actually doing some research is that the largest town in Martinique is called Fort de France. It uh, features steep hills, narrow streets, and a garden at boards, shops, and some cafes. Cool. But in this garden, okay, is a statue of an island native, Josephine de Boanay. Uh, well, she's the first wife of Napoleon. Oh. So uh, she stated her claim on the island. Yeah. So anyway, there's some cool facts about Martinique and also, too, about the voodoo grog. Mm-hmm. I know it's not exactly like you said a Christmas drink, but uh, you know, well, get a, do, do a good job of zombifying you though. Yeah, Leave yeah. that out for Santa and wake up and have your brains oh eaten my God. by a man in a big red coat. Exactly. Although with that taste, it is pretty Christmas. Yeah, I'm sure Santa would like it. It's a non-Christmas drink with with Christmas tendencies. It That's is. Right, it is sure. true. So I I think that you picked a uh, by, mistake, by a mistake a good one. Yeah. That's so funny how I did that by mistake. It's a Christmas miracle. It is. It's a Christmas miracle. It is. It's such a tiki yeah. Christmas. Oh. Yeah. Look at that. So on that note, let's tell everybody who we are. We are www.tikicentralcanada.ca. Or .com. All one word. There we go. I like that slogan now. And uh, so on the main page, you'll also see with this uh, information about this episode, the recipe from this episode, Information about us. Uh, Paula's got a section in there for picky pears. Mark's Yay. got a section in for Mark Adventures. And yes, me and Cam, of course, are there. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, also, too, we do have an episode page with all the episodes. So if you want to go back through our library and check some stuff out, that's really cool. Recipe page for all the recipes we've done throughout the year, two years now. This is a, this is two years. Yeah, wow. Wow, two years. Of, it seems like... My for, goodness. It's like a, it feels like a prison sentence in some feels ways. Like you know what I mean? It feels yeah. like a lifetime. It feels like a lifetime we've been here. Only two years, Only eh? Only two years. I've aged so much in these two years. Yeah, yeah. i got more gray I'd hair. Say, I'd, I'd say you'd lost hair, but, <laughs> you know... Oh, man. That's a bad joke. I've, I've seen that the, the more Muskoka that you're drinking. <laughs> he, yeah. was always, he was always this hairless? Yeah. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, no, I've, I've certainly... Um, you've taken stock. Uh, well, and I've gotten a bit stockier as well. I, say you I don't, I don't have so much a six-pack as a keg at this point. <laughs> and, That's hey, fine. we've had a full year of Paula on the show, so this has been pretty Already? cool. Already? Well, it's almost a year. Be pretty close wow. to a year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I still didn't shoot myself with the two of you. Yeah. Wow. Well, well I mean, firearms are difficult to get a hold of in Canada. That's so. true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it could take a little bit of work. 
So anyways, yeah. So also we have a subscribe page. So please do subscribe That's for us. It. Yeah, exactly. Why we don't have guns and ammo. Yeah. Anyways, on uh, that note, yes, we're going to go make some drinks. Mm. And uh, we want to wish everyone, by the way, happy holidays. Yes. Merry Absolutely. Christmas. Merry, merry Tiki Christmas. Oh, uh, there we go. <laughs> so nice. Have a Tiki, Tiki, Tiki. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Crap. That, He's out uh-huh. of Muskoka. <laughs> what? Uh, Want to try again, Cam? <laughs> have a tiki, tiki, tiki. Frig. Oh, damn, it's gone. Craig, your turn. All right. Have a tiki Christmas, everyone. God bless us one God and all. God bless us all. Aww. <laughs> and if you don't believe in God, that's well, okay, too. Merry we, Christmas. We got nothing for you. We got nothing for you. <laughs> if you don't believe in God, we still hope that you get an amazing Christmas gift. That's there we right. go. And enjoy the holidays, folks. So we'll talk to you next time. Later. Bye-bye. Peace. We open the scene on December 23rd at the Tiki Central office with Cam and Craig working hard on the next podcast. Uh, Cam, we need to get this episode out before the new year. But Craig, I have my family over tonight to celebrate Christmas. You know, nice dinner, drinks with family, bring some season cheer. Look, we have no time for that, Cam. We gotta get the show out on time. Fine. That night, while Craig is sleeping in his bedroom, a large spirit appears. What is this? Who are you? How did you get in my house? I am calling the police. Craig. Craig. It's me, Trader Vic. I've come to you to give you a warning. Trader Vic? You must mean to tell me that I'm doing an amazing show and you are so proud of me to continue on with your work. I am here to tell you to slow down and enjoy life and not be in such a rush to do the show. It's tiki to escape. There will be three ghosts tonight to show you the path that you are headed down and its destruction. Ugh, I must have been a dream. Craig catches his breath, and goes back to sleep. Craig, wake up. Paula, what are you doing in my bedroom? I'm the ghost of Christmas past, and I'm here to show you your past and how you started to become the bartender that you are today. To scene and Craig's first bartending job. Craig, oh my God, you broke another bottle? And what is this that you made me? My tie, sir. Oh my god, that's terrible. Worst drink ever. You will never, ever be a bartender. See? You started off terrible, but worked hard to be better. Well, I don't see the problem there. But it's the sacrifices that you made along the way where you went wrong. And now Craig is at the Earl present time. Craig is met by Norma, ghost present. Norma, why are you at my work? I'm Christmas present, and I'm here to show you the present time. You see, Cam is there at the bar having a drink with his friends. Cam is sitting at the bar with a few regulars. Uh, Another beer, please. Time to drink away the misery of the life that I have. Why? What's wrong? Oh, my family came to Ottawa to celebrate Christmas with me. That sounds great. What's the problem? Craig has me working on the podcast show till tomorrow, and I wanted to celebrate Christmas with my family. Tell Craig that, and all will be good. I'm sure he will understand. Oh, 
You don't know Craig. He's so dedicated to working on this show, he never stops. He always wants to work, so I feel bad if I tell him I can't. I guess I'll just miss Christmas dinner to help him. Why didn't he tell me about not working on the show? I would have understood. Maybe he knew the show was your most important thing and not his friendship, and so he will miss Christmas dinner with his family. I must tell you, Cam goes into rehab and never sees his family again. To a white, cold marble bar with guests sitting, and Cam sitting on a bar stool, Doug appears by Craig's side. Where are we now? You're Christmas future, aren't you? I mean, since you're wearing those weird silver clothes. Are you drunk again? Yes, Craig. I am Christmas future. And I want to show you what happens to you and Cam after you work too hard on the show. Craig notices that there's a futuristic robot behind the bar serving drinks. Cam, would you care for another gin and tonic today? Ah, uh, sure. Nothing like a drink to forget a thing that'll turn out for me. I would have asked for a Mai Tai, but Craig's not here. Dan walks in and sits beside Cam. Oh, hey, Cam. What's wrong? And yes, I'll take a zero-calorie cold Bud Zero, please. Blech. Yes, sir. I had to go to Craig's funeral today. Oh, God. What happened to Craig? Well, he worked himself so many hours, and, and, and he had sleeping issues from all the work that, well, the doctor said that he had a brain aneurysm and a stroke. He was only 55 years old. Ooh, that's terrible. I was working so hard on the podcast, I forgot to do an assignment for work, and I lost my job. I had to sell my cat to pay the rent. Ooh, wow, that's rough. Ah, drink up. Stuff happens. What? How does this happen? What can I do to change all this? I mean, I know I need to focus on other things. Tell me, Doug, tell me. Only you, Craig, can change all this. Oh my god. What day is it? Google, what day is it? It's December 24th, 9 a.m. Awesome! I'm gonna call Cam, I'm so excited. Craig, yeah, and I'll be there soon. I know you wanna get this stuff done today. Cam, Cam, listen, you don't need to worry about it. Take the rest of the year off, my friend. Craig, are you drunk again? No, I'm actually feeling really great. And you know what? The show can wait, my friend, okay? So enjoy this time with the family, and hey, I'm sending over a bottle of Muskoka gin for you, plus a 25-pound turkey for you and your family. Oh, wow. Thanks, Craig, and hey, Merry Christmas, buddy. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, Cam, and to all the people out there in Tiki Central. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys, where's my drink? 